G'day, it's Hayley Carr here, coming to you from my little riverside cottage in Australia. Welcome to the Super Freak Podcast. I run a boutique coaching agency from right here, my farmhouse, with clients all over the globe. And in this show, I'm welcoming you into my world, into my home, and sharing the powerful philosophies, mindsets, and insights that make super talented, super freaky people able to create crazy good results sustainably, on repeat, and almost effortlessly, so you can do it too. These riffs are inspired by conversations with the incredible people that I coach every single day, which I've been doing for over a decade, and from my own experience as a world champion martial artist. I love destroying big ideas until they're teeny tiny bits of genius that you can take with you, understand, remember, repeat, and use to create miraculous results with ease. You'll learn here about what I call yin-style leadership, keeping the spark and the polarity in your relationships, financial empowerment, slowing down to achieve more, and regenerative, sustainable success in any kind of high-pressure, high-achievement-focused circumstances. So hold on to your hats, folks, and listen out for your insight of the day. I'm going to show you how to become immune to fear, failure, and feeble thinking. And before you know it, you'll be chasing down with ease and enthusiasm what you may have thought was impossible just yesterday. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, my friends. Today I want to talk to you about something that seems a little counterintuitive and that is a super freak's guide to long-term success. It sounds counterintuitive because in today's hard and fast world I think that we are quite conditioned to learning about six-minute abs or five-minute abs or doing things faster, X amount of money in X amount of short space of time. And I think that I would really love to reintroduce a slow, sustainable way to create your own version of success, right? Success is a weird word. (laughs) It means something different to every single different person. But I want to keep this kind of broad and overarching so that you can take the word success and apply it to whatever that means to you. And when I say long-term sustainable success, you can apply that to whatever that means for you as well. So I'm not a complete veteran in the world of my work. I think I'm coming up on 13 years next year in uh, running my business, which is a long time, but also a baby amount of time, depending on how you look at it, I suppose. So I can only really speak from my own experience. And that's what I want to pass on to you right now in this episode. The secret really to long-term success is something disappointingly simple, as it always is. And that's to not stop. I was talking recently with the members of the FIS salon and we were talking about how sometimes it can feel really difficult. And sometimes we start to question whether we are potentially going mad or not by continuing to do something that feels uncomfortable. Now, sometimes that something can look like growing a business when you're not actually certain that it's going to work. It could look like sticking out a relationship that doesn't necessarily feel comfortable right in the beginning. It could look like many different things. And the funny thing is we all want a guarantee. We also all want a guarantee that it's going to happen within a short amount of time. And one of the first questions that I ask my clients is if it took you 25 years, would you be okay with that? And it's like a test. If somebody said, 
no, I wouldn't want to do that if I knew it was going to take me 25 years. I know by listening that A, it might not actually be something that they really, really, really want, but B, they might also have this expectation like it needs to happen quickly or I'm not going to stick it out. And it's not that every goal or manifestation of anything should take 25 years, but it's about releasing the expectation and the need for the results so that you can come back to the present moment and actually enjoy the journey. Stick with it bit by bit, moment by moment, stick it out, do what you've got to do and actually enjoy the process. But then the paradox is that the more that you enjoy the process, the more likely you are to succeed at the end of the day. And sustainability wise, the more likely you are to actually be around at the end of the day to continue experiencing what you're here to experience and actually to end up getting the result that you can't get straight away. There's a certain level of sustainable success that comes once you have been in the game for a certain amount of time. And that comes from developing your skill, developing your mastery level of your craft. Interpret that however you need to interpret that, make this work and apply to your own world, of course. But there is a certain amount of commitment, dedication, and just understanding awareness of the lay of the land and the landscape in whatever world it is that you're playing in. And once you have that grasp on that world, you can end up making intuitive decisions on where it is that you want to go. You can find artistry in your form of leadership, artistry in the way that you actually execute what it is that you're doing. And from there, it's a snowball effect where you start to have an effect that is uniquely yours. Your voice becomes harnessed as uniquely yours. The way that you actually do your craft becomes known as the way that you do it. Now, of course, there are some super freaks that are born with a particular talent and it seems that they don't have to try very hard and they're just incredible from the outset. And yet there are other super freaks who might look like they've just come out of nowhere, but what you don't see are the years of blood, sweat, and tears that go into making something look really, really easy. And I know for myself in this game of building a business, which is almost 13 years old, I mean, I started my business when I was really sick with chronic fatigue syndrome. So I would coach a person for a couple of hours, and then I would actually sleep for about two weeks, which sounds crazy to say that now, but that was my reality. And I was living off not very much and I bootstrapped my way here. So I don't think that it should take as long as it's taken for me to create a business, but we're all starting from different places. And I think we have to remember that like so often we can look around and see other people and they seem to be further ahead or they started when you started and they just seem to be trailing on forward really quickly and really easily. And you seem to be trailing along behind them and not knowing where you're going wrong. The one piece of perspective I can give is that oftentimes it's not actually that you're starting from the same place, because if you were, you would have been possibly growing at the same pace, but starting at the same place doesn't guarantee growing at the same pace, if you know what I mean. And let me give you another martial arts metaphor. I remember the very first class that I went to in my martial arts club. I was training really hard, but I refused to wear one of those white things, which is called a gi. (laughs) It's the martial arts uniform. that I thought it was super dorky, didn't want to wear it. I actually asked if I could get my black belt without having to wear one of those things. And he said, no one has ever asked me that before. Most people are really keen to get the uniform, but I was keen to do the opposite. But I remember one day just training and sweating and I was wearing shorts and t-shirt and my instructor came up to me. He said, you know what, no matter what happens, just show up next week. No matter what happens this week, show up next week. Just don't stop. And there's a black belt under there. And to this day, I've never forgotten that piece of advice because some weeks I did not want 
to go back. Some weeks as a teenager, I might've done something stupid or said something stupid and got called out or made an example of, or someone picked on me or they hurt me or something. And I did not want to go back. Some weeks I felt really self-conscious. Some weeks I felt really tired. Some weeks I was over it. Some weeks I just didn't think I had the energy to actually show up and get beat up in class again. And sometimes you had the pulp beaten out of you in a healthy way, right? Some weeks, literally, we walked out of class and we thought, I can't believe I survived that. You know, you can't even think about next week's class because you don't want to think about the pain that is yet to come. You know what I mean? So if you keep showing up, no matter what happens, there's a black belt under there. That was my advice that was given to me by my instructor. And it had an effect on me because I never forgot their words. And whenever I did have a bad day, or I had a bad result in a tournament, showing up the next week, no matter what, meant that I could let it go, let whatever happened be whatever happened and be in the past and actually show up to class the next day. I think that the same instruction applies to creating sustainable success in whatever it is that you're doing, whether it be parenting, whether it be learning something new, whether it be teaching something, studying something, working on something, growing a business, working towards some kind of achievement in your sport or your career. No matter what happens, just show up the next day or just keep showing up or just keep coming back to class or just keep staying in the game. Again, this is such simple advice, but how often do we have something go wrong? Like we hear a no or we ask for what we want and we get knocked back or somebody steals an idea and completely rips us off or I don't know, something happens. Someone bullies you. You get a negative comment, whatever, and it pulls you off your game for a while. You launch something, it flops, it doesn't work. Or even you launch something, it does work and you're exhausted. We pull ourselves out of the game. What about this though? When something goes really well and it's awesome and then you pull yourself out because you think, I don't want to go again. I don't want to risk losing what I've created. I don't want to risk wrecking the good work that I've done or the good role that I'm on, right? It's not about luck. It's simply about showing up so that there's guaranteed no failure because you're not going anywhere. You're constantly learning. So I've seen it from both perspectives, right? And I've experienced it from both perspectives myself. Something negative has happened and I've wanted to pull myself out of the game. And I've told myself all kinds of different stories, like I'm too tired, I'm too scared, I don't know. But then on the flip side, something really great has happened and I've told myself, I'm going to sleep on this. I I just, I don't want to put the risk out there again because I, I really like that I finished on a hive. And so I think that this is one of the most powerful pieces of advice that has ever been given to me. And I really hope that it supports you today. No matter what happens, don't stop. Just show up next week. Something great happens. Fantastic. Show up again and remain open to more lessons, more abundance, more good things happening. Something terrible happens. It means nothing about your worth. It's just something terrible that happened or something that was discouraging that happened. Great. Learn the lesson. Show up again tomorrow. And that's the secret. The first fundamental piece of that sustainable long-term success is that you still need to be here. So no matter what happens, don't look away, don't stop, don't shy away. Now, please also don't interpret this as don't take a break because that's absolutely not what I'm saying. In fact, the more you take breaks, the more likely you are to have the energy to continue to be able to show up and to keep doing whatever it is that you're doing. From somebody who has completely burnt themselves out, please take breaks. When I say don't stop, I don't mean don't stop ever. I mean, don't stop no matter what happens. If it's something that you want, be willing to let it take longer than you think it's going to take. And no matter what happens, 
just show up again. Now, the fun thing about this is that oftentimes when we want to do something that's out of our comfort zone, it's scary, it's awkward. Let's say you public speak or you are putting yourself in a new environment where you're developing a new skill and you have to do something publicly. (laughs) So often we think, okay, I'm going to do this thing and I'm just going to get it over and done with and then it's done and we do it and we wig out and we have a good time and we say, yep, it's done. But then rather than doing it again and again and again and again and again and again, and no matter how it goes, we pull back and we hide away. We say we did that thing. But the next time you go to do it, if ever, it feels just as nerve wracking as the first. So what I want to encourage you to do for your homework is the thing that you would like to become really great at that maybe you suck at right now, or maybe you know that you want to be doing, but you just don't feel comfortable doing it just yet. I want you to put 100 of them into your calendar. Article 100. If it's singing on stage, 100. If it is going on social media and actually showing up as somebody who wants to give information about something that you're really passionate about, 100 of them, 100 stories, 100 YouTube videos, 100 articles, 100 song and dances, 100 cups of coffee, 100 pieces of art, 100 guitar songs, whatever it might be, 100 back kicks. I don't care. When you want to become really good at something, it's not about just doing it once and then going, whew, yeah, done, great. It's about locking it in so many times that your cells become used to the experience. And the second time, it may not feel as hard as the first, but the third, fourth, and fifth time might feel crap because you're having a bad day or you've got a sore finger or a sore stomach or you're just feeling a little bit tired that day or whatever, right? You've got some kind of excuse. And then the sixth, seventh, and eighth time might not feel so bad, but if you're judging yourself on how this is going to go for the rest of your life based on the one experience that you've had of it, it's going to be a really inaccurate calculation, I suppose, of how good you are at the thing. So my suggestion is don't even really judge how you're going until you've done a hundred. And then you've kind of got yourself into a rhythm. You've gotten yourself into finding a little bit of where your voice is at or a little bit of how you want to be doing this. You've got the lay of the land a little bit. You can start to add a little bit of craftiness. You can start to add a little bit of artistic freedom to it. Then you might want to assess what you can do to improve. But for the first, I would say 100 times, it's just about getting into the practice of doing something. And so no matter how it goes, whether you have a great response, no response, or a terrible response, whether you feel amazing afterwards or terrible afterwards, if you want to be doing the thing, show up again. And so that's the thing to sustainable success is not making judgment over how you feel while it's actually happening, while you're learning to do it, but learning to show up no matter what happens so that you can still be there to learn and you can still be there to give and serve and you can still be there to perform in years to come. And you don't let anything outside of you and sometimes even that what's inside of you get the better of you. So I really hope that you enjoyed that today. And again, it's super simple, but so many many of us want the quick fix. And I'm here to tell you, if you are committed, nothing can really get in the way of you. You become somewhat unstoppable. And that's what I want for you. So your homework is the thing that you want to get good at, the thing that you want to trial, do 100 of them. Don't judge yourself until you've done 100. And then look at what you can do to improve, what you like, what you don't. Assess whether you even want to continue doing it only after 100, because you will go on a massive journey between now and then. So I hope you loved this episode and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for being here and listening in with me today. I'm really grateful to be gracing your ears. 
of all the things you could be listening to right now. You're right here with me. So thank you. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What was your one insight of the day? How are you going to apply it? Why not tell me in a review? If you know someone who would love this, please do share it with them. It's the best kind of compliment. So you could take a screenshot, you could tag me on Instagram and be that super freak who shares what's working for you with your world. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, hayleycar.tv. It's linked in the notes. It's there. You can find out about all the ways we can play even more together. And you can also get a free copy of my book and download a free copy of the Super Freak Self-Coaching Scorecard 2, which a lot of people are having a lot of fun with right now. Remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. So stay curious, stay open and say yes. I'll see you soon.